<laughs> it's hilarious. Cut the whole thing out. Right. You said we gonna be t- page turning. You said page turning. <laughs> right. we're gonna... With me now, um, we're going to. Um, um, um... What's up, ladies, and welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Toshiba Oliver, and today Leah and I are going to be talking about our most favorite thing to talk about outside of just the word Jesus, and that is why study the Bible. Today, Leah and I are going to share with you, ladies, our own stories and journeys towards um, greater depths of studying God's word while also sharing with you some practical, biblical, day-to-day rhythms of studying God's word. So whether you're drinking a cup of coffee or tea, okay, no judgment here, or whether you're playing with your kiddos or you're at the gym or you're sending emails, listen, ladies, keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. What's up, ladies? How you doing? (laughs) We are so happy to be back with you. And um, yeah, I'm Toshiba Oliver. And across the table from me is my homie. I'm Leah Ross. What up? We're your hosts. We're your hosts. Welcome back. Listen, ladies, we're so excited to be talking about um, what we're going to be talking about today on episode 10. It is the very mission of the urban Christian woman. And so it's episode 10, Leah. Let's how do celebrate. you feel? Okay. We made it to episode 10, y'all. Yes. Okay. It's a reason to celebrate. It is a reason to celebrate and God is faithful. So today on episode 10, mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about one of probably the most important thing that we could ever talk about. Yeah on the urban Christian woman Mm -hmm. and the very reason why the urban Christian woman exists. Yes. If you don't know the mission of the urban Christian woman, it is to restore women with God's truth for the everyday Mm -hmm. life. If you haven't had an opportunity to check us out online, all you have to do is go to the urban Christian woman.com or you can check us out and follow us on all social media streams, meaning, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, and we're sometimes on Twitter. I'm not a I'm not a huge Twitter troll or anything like that, but hey, you can find us over find over us. on the Urban Christian Woman on um, IG and specifically Facebook. But episode ten today, ladies, we're going to be talking about the very reason why we are here. And today's topic is how to study the Bible. How to study the Bible. How to study the Bible. I mean, like, oftentimes I think we can make these assumptions that Mm. everybody knows how to study the Bible. I mean, like, we've all been in Sunday school. It's not rocket science, you know. And so um, today we're going to be talking about how to study the Bible. Why do we even study the Bible? And what Mm -hmm. is, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Why can't we just read a devotional book, Leah? Right. And be okay with us and Jesus, okay? There's so much more. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I'm just going to jump this off and say, Leah, tell us your your study around the world. I care about (laughs) 
studying the Bible. Tell me why, girl. Let me tell you my story. Tell the girl. I mean, I for me, I really, um, being somebody who obviously, for me, I grew up going to church and being exposed to the preaching and teaching of God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, but realizing that, like, I think for me, the division between devotion and actual study didn't come until way later. So mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, I'm going to say that I realized that like somewhere post marriage in the early years, my husband was in seminary. And um, when you're surrounded around a bunch of people that literally study the word like mm-hmm. for school, mm-hmm. you get exposed to some pretty good resources on yeah. how to study the for word. For sure. Um, and particularly for me, I got a shout out to Auntie Jen. Okay. Um, the Women of the Word uh, book by Jen Wilkins. First of all, people are like, Auntie Jen? Auntie Jen. Is that her real auntie? Okay, first of all, black people call a whole lot of people Everybody's their auntie. auntie. That's not their auntie. And so, if le- you're special, you're auntie. <laughs> if you're special, you auntie. And because we're in the family of God, She's a part of our yeah. family, and so we call her Auntie Jen. Yeah, she doesn't know it. She doesn't know it. If you're she listening, know it now. If you're listening, hey Auntie, hey Jen, Auntie Jen, we love you. Thank you for everything that you've written. Okay, it's blessed us. Okay, it's blessed me. Okay. Um, but I was in a season at um, our church in St. Louis where I was asked to be a part of the women's Bible study, mm-hmm. and um, in the leadership team, we decided that we were going to read Women of the Word. And when I actually dug into that and started reading it, I think I shared this a little bit in the intro, in our intro podcast, it was transformative to me. I realized that like, there were a lot of ways that I picked and pieced God's word to fit into what made sense for my life mm-hmm. or um, just going to God's word to get something transactional to make it through the day. Mm-hmm. And so really transforming how... Mm-hmm. And not just how, but why, I think more importantly, mm-hmm. why I study the Bible, why I study God's word, mm-hmm. um, began, to, began to change and transform my relationship with God mm-hmm. to the point where I realized, like, I study God's word. Why? To know him better, to have a higher view of him, um, and to really, like, experience the character of God that then, in turn, transforms my life. So for me, that was a season where I was like, wow, okay, this is huge. Yeah. This is different. Um, And coming even into a space where it was like, serious study of God's word for me meant opening up spaces where I was a student Mm -hmm. of the word. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of like this relationship with God and you think of, you know, he is our father and we come to him and there is this informal, you know, very like intimate, I want to say, mm-hmm. um, relationship, mm-hmm. but then understanding that I can also take and apply what I know as a student who studies a, a subject and actually apply that same uh, rigor, that same structure to the study of God's word and get a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. So I began to buckle down. Okay. You buckled down. And what was unleashed yeah. for me was transformative. So I carry mm-hmm. that message everywhere I go. That it was it was transformative to my very walk with Jesus, to my very relationship with God. Mm. And it blessed me. And it made me super passionate about sharing that because I realized I had gone like 10 years of my Christian life having no clue that there was all the all these treasures to unlock. Mm. Um, mm. And so then I became very passionate about telling other people about it all the time, too. Yeah. That's yeah. my story. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me... Um, you know, I grew up in a Christian household. And so there was, you know, my parents were like 
hardcore parental disciplers. Like mm-hmm. I remember growing up in the living room where my parents used yeah. to do puppet shows, storytelling. Oh yeah. Put on the costumes. We did, <laughs> we did the ABCs. Yes. The scripture ABCs. Scripture ABCs. A all have sinned and falls really yeah, yeah, yeah. B, oh my gosh. I Believe on the Lord and you. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I grew up in a household like that and I, I really want to say like, I think that planted a love for God's word in my heart. I yeah. think that was the, the, the preface yeah. that was the foundation but when it came to actually like growing to study God's mm-hmm. word that didn't happen until like I can relate like it didn't really begin to happen mm-hmm. until I said okay Jesus right. I'm gonna make you Lord yeah. over my life mm-hmm. and I am going to pursue a fellowship relationship with you like yeah. I want to get to know you yeah and so in the midst of that like it I think Bible study for me was on such a basic level, like a Mm -hmm. beginner level, like going through the book of John, like getting to know him, but still it wasn't a systematic approach of sort of what you or I would do now. I think that has been a progressive work in my life, which is as you um, grow in knowing who God is, I do believe that you you begin to want to know more yeah, of him. More about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and your heart just you begin to have a hunger. It's not like even yeah. it's not even boring. The word is literally alive. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that going from a beginner's approach to studying God's word and then transitioning into, you know, a little bit more in depth through um going from some resources that were heavy on the commentary and less heavy on Bible study. Mm -hmm. And then going to, um, I'm sure that y'all have heard me talk about this, um, in the intro podcast too, with community Bible study, which is just literally a word It is word, just just straight word line for line, you Mm -hmm. know, um, day to day. Um, so going from that and then transitioning into, like, you know what? No, God's word speaks. Let me even do more systematic approach where someone doesn't even need to articulate the questions. I can just read God's word yeah. and he will speak yeah. to me. Yeah. That is where I've sort of landed. And, and so, I would say even too, like, I feel like you're saying God's word speaks and there's a connection between understanding the ministry of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and reading God's word. Yes. Because the spirit comes alive. It is literally, yes. he is... Yes. Alive in God's word. Yes. And so praying and asking for the spirit to illuminate God's word then creates more fruitful study. Yes. And I would say even another part of my story would be um, really that that shift between reading the word to find something to apply to myself mm-hmm. versus reading. Just oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. To understand the whole narrative mm-hmm. of scripture. Right. Right. That's that's a game changer for sure. Because yeah. like I, I think when we all first come to relationship with Jesus yeah. Christ and we're saying, no, we're going to take we're going to take him for real. Mm-hmm. We're going to be real about what we're doing and cultivating a relationship with him. It still does have a, a an approach that is very me focused yeah. because yeah. you're trying to see 
what we were sort of saying in one of the podcasts of mm-hmm. do I see myself in the text, right? right? right, right. And really... And w- also and, as a new believer, you're learning how to be a Christian. You're learning how to be a Christian too, right? So you're like, I need instruction. Like <laughs> somebody right. tell me what right. to do. Right. Like tell me how to quit and cussing that, somebody right. out. <laughs> okay. And none of that is bad. That's all good. It's all That's good. That's a place to begin. It's all good. But when you begin to go into a mm-hmm. systematic approach... You be you're able to one see the full um, narrative of scripture, which is creation, fall, redemption, yeah. restoration. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You see the full narrative of scripture, and then more importantly, you see God first, right. and then you can look back and say, okay, now that I see God in the scripture mm-hmm. in light of who God is, how should I respond yeah. to who God is? Right? Because as we be, you you talked about this quote mm-hmm. before. I want you to say this quote about like beholding the king or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. instead of it being so me focused. Do you remember that quote? Yeah, well, this this Auntie Jen, she said, I'm not, I'm gonna butcher it. I don't have it exactly, but um, instead of looking at the word and saying, you know, daughter, you are a precious, um, you're a child, daughter of the king. You are a precious daughter of the king then we shift to daughter, behold your king. That's right. And that being a whole heart shift and a whole focus shift that begins to shape how we how we grow and how we dive into God's word. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So that being said, like we're gonna we really want to give some framework because we're like, well, I mean, does God tell us how to study his Bible, study the Bible in the yeah, word? Yeah. And I sort of, it's it's sort of like yes and no. It's uh-huh. a, it's a yes and, you, you know what yes I'm saying? It's, uh-huh. you know, um, and so like just giving some biblical context, cause y'all know that we are hardcore about biblical context and that's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. But to give some, some preface to this is that we see that God's word is alive and God's word does speak to us. It is his very words to, to us about him and about who we are in light of who he is. And so the, the background and the framework is, is that God speaks to us in person. And we see that right in Genesis one, where God creates man and then he breathes life into him. And then he begins to speak to him, mm-hmm. not just about who he is, but also what he wants, what God desires to do in his life to fulfill God's good works and reflect God's glory through him. And so we see God communicating to man or to person. And then we then see the translation of person oracle, sort of oracling or telling mm-hmm. the person about the truths of God. And sometimes that doesn't happen. We also see the fallenness of man with Adam and Eve and how Adam did not tell Eve what God had said. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, she was deceived, right? right? And so there is a necessity for knowing God's word. Number one, just pulling out this truth so that we are not deceived. Right. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. just practical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like. And he wants us to know that. So we see yeah. God communicating to person and then God's word being told from person, person to, person. to person. And then God is beginning to lay this foundation for knowing him and his instruction as we go through the word. Even looking back, um, even looking at uh, Genesis, and I know y'all hear us. Y'all, I'm using my old school Bible. <laughs> I'm using my, uh, I'm really saying Bible, like my study Bible. How appropriate for how to study the word. <laughs> So if y'all hear pages turning, that's what it is. That's what it is. But in Genesis, um, 
49, um, we see um, Jacob calling his sons to him. And, and this is what he says in Genesis 49, one through two. Then Jacob called his sons and said, gather yourselves together that I may tell you what shall happen to you in days to come. Assemble and listen, O sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Now, if you guys have listened to this podcast at any length, then you know that how how could Jacob possibly tell his sons um, what is to come? The only way that he was able to do that is because the story of God was told to man and then it was passed down from person to person. So we see right here in Genesis 49, one through two, God communicates his word to people and those people pass it on to one one to another, one to another. And then we get to Deuteronomy four. And this is really where the Bible begins to take shape and not just um, narrative of the story, but now we begin to get into like the actual word of God, right. the word proclaimed, the word proclaimed from God through Moses to the people. And so in Deuteronomy four, we see, um, God giving Moses through his voice on Mount Sinai, giving him the clear um, instructions and words about his word. And it says um, directly at the top of Genesis four, he gives instruction and says, and now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the rules that I am teaching you and do them that you may live and go in and take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers is giving you. And then he begins to give some clear, just instruction of don't add to the word, don't take away from the word, all of these things and to keep his commands. So we see that God uses Moses to proclaim to the people, not only are they to live Listen to the statutes that are being and the rules that are being taught. But the purpose of knowing God's word is so that we would not only listen, but that we would do them. And in the midst of us doing what God has um, designed as best, that we would live and we would live abundantly. And so Deuteronomy 4 sets that up and then you can transition. I mean, we could go into Deuteronomy 4, 5, and 6. I mean, that's like... That's the proclamation. That's the proclamation of God's word word and and, and the clarity of of all things. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so... And I think it's important to note that like it's been given to... It's being given to the people communally Mm -hmm. as they begin to identify themselves as God's people. Mm. So as we are identifying ourselves as God's people, understanding there is a legacy of you identify yourself as God's people and then you collectively receive the word. Mm -hmm. That's a very initial blessing of being God's people. Yes. Yes. From the very beginning. Yes. Yes. And I, and what you're talking about is a personal ownership, right? Right. Right. Like this is not God afar off. Mm -hmm. No, this is God who is near us and with us and is guiding us Mm -hmm. and leading us and directing us and and providing for us. Right. And a part of the value of him establishing that relationship 
is giving us his word. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we go from Gen from Deuteronomy four to the establishment in Deuteronomy five of the 10 commandments. And specifically, I'm just highlighting some of the key verses in here. Ladies, if you have time, just go back, just read Deuteronomy four, Deuteronomy five, Deuteronomy six. But in Deuteronomy five, it says, and Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, he says it again, hero Israel, the statutes and the rules that I speak in your hearing today, and you shall learn them and be careful to do them. The, 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 the language is all the same. It's the same. It's God's desire for us is that when he speaks, that we would listen, mm -hmm. that we would learn, that we would be careful to follow, to obey so that we may live mm -hmm. and take possession of what he desires for us. And then of course, going to Deuteronomy six, and then he lays out, um, the statutes and rules. And this is what I, I mean, this is one of my favorite yeah. passages of scripture, but it's the Shema and it is, um, really the, the, the narrative of not just it being person to person, but mm -hmm. it's now God is going to fulfill his work from generation, generation. to generation. Mm -hmm. And so not only the necessity to know it for yourself, but now the necessity yes. to be able to pass it down from generation to generation. Yep. And so that's what uh, Deuteronomy 6 is actually all about. And so Deuteronomy 4, Deuteronomy 5, Deuteronomy 6 literally is the proclamated word and God's laws, his rules, his statutes given so that the people would listen, that they would learn and that they would live in the fullness of God. Leah, do you have something to add to that? That is, that's, that's old covenant right there. <laughs> that's old covenant that's in old a nutshell. Covenant. And we'll put these on IG. Nutshell. Yeah, we'll put yeah. these on IG just yeah. for these passages of scripture now, for you to I wanna, look at. I would love to carry us into new covenant because it's seamless in, um, I would say, the value and the of the proclamation of God's word. Mm -hmm. But the, the crazy just transformation then becomes Jesus hopping on the scene and becoming the word flesh. Come on. So the word in Old Covenant is proclaimed, it's passed down, mm -hmm. it's shared communally, mm -hmm. and it's treasured and it's valued and it's given by God from God to person and from person to person. Then a new covenant. And can we just say this? As it is, even though it's communicated from person to person, it's not being lived out accordingly. Right, right. right. <laughs> from person to person. Right. And the which breakdown, is like we were talking about, yep. the breakdown is real. The breakdown is real, and this is how mm -hmm. we need a savior. Yeah. So carry us into new covenant and yeah. why we need the Bible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the transformation of then the word becoming flesh the word becoming incarnate among us mm -hmm. so that there's no longer um a shroud or mystery around what does this actually mean but we have before our eyes a manifestation of the word mm -hmm. and we have before our eyes an obedience to the word come on a perfect obedience to the word come on there's a model for us an for example to follow right, for the rest for the rest of our days the example of all examples the example of all examples. So take us through it, girl. So New Covenant. Yeah. So we've got um let's first of all, let's just start in John one. 
Okay. Because there it is, the beginning. Uh-huh. The beginning. Come on. Um, And so in John 1... You, what was at the beginning, girl? You have Jesus Come on. on the scene. On the scene. On Boom. The scene. He's here. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Mm-hmm. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not, was not anything made mm. that was made. Mm-hmm. In him was life. Again. Come on. We're talking about life. Living. Coming through God's word. Mm-hmm. And the life was a light of men. The light mm-hmm. shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Mm-hmm. And so talking about actually like the word, the spoken word of God, then becoming flesh in Jesus. So we have that. We have the um, the transition between not just the trans transmission of the law from person to person, but the actual abiding truth of God's word, spoken word through Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then understanding, you know, we're talking about why we value God's word and why it's important and realizing that Jesus himself modeled this mm. in his own temptation yep. in Matthew 4. Mm-hmm. Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, mm-hmm. he was hungry. He was hungry. The, the weakness is there. The weakness. <laughs> the temp- Hashtag humanity. Hashtag fully man. Fully man. And the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. And as these temptations come, Jesus responds, it is again, it is written again, it is written. And um, realizing that like Jesus himself did not, even though he is the manifestation of the word, was not coming with anything other than the word itself. The word itself. The word itself. I, I mean that like my brain just got like, I'm just like. <laughs> Boom. Mind boggling. Mind boggling. Because he is the word. Yes. Yes. And yet he relied on the on the on the on the testimony of the law to say, like, this is how I abide That's with it. my father. That's it. This is how I abide with my father. That's it. And this is how I submit myself. This is how I submit myself. This is how I submit myself to the authority yeah. of my father. Yeah. Because he is he is the one who set the plan in motion. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. While I was there. While, while I was there on the scene, ready to be flesh <laughs> and be, be the walking and talking example of all of the law. Yes. Yes. All of the word. Yes. So we have, so we have that. And, and the beauty of the um, approaching the nearness of God's word, the proclamation and then the manifestation, him dwelling with us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as the as the Holy Spirit comes then and God's word is made alive to us, we have it actually indwelling in us when mm-hmm. we are transformed. Yes. Um, yes. Through salvation. Yes. So what so where do we see God's character laid out and stretched out in um, the value of studying the Bible, the value of studying God's word? Well, we, we've already talked a lot about how he reveals himself. Mm-hmm. God's desire is that he reveal himself. So he's self-revealing and he desires that we would be in close communion with him. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't left us in the dark. He hasn't even left us with yeah. the, um, the oral, the, the oral um, transmission of his word. But he's, he's been gracious enough to give us 
the written word mm-hmm. and communion with him through it. Yes. Now, I think what's, I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I feel like what's really important is understanding, like, we're going to talk about some of the different ways that we can absorb God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, while we absolutely treasure and value God's written word, we understand in context, not only our own, but in other contexts, it's not the only way to experience yeah. mm-hmm. the power of God's word mm-hmm. as we meditate on it, as we study on it. So I'm dropping some hints, but um, let's go ahead to talk about what are some of the differences um, in the ways that we study the Bible, Yeah, how yeah. we study the Bible, and what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. So there are three ways that we, we really want to highlight um, today. And the first one is through just devotion. That means like you're just reading the word. You're not, you, you can have some pen and paper, like, Mm -hmm. but really you're just reading it. You're digesting it. You're taking it in fully aware of the narrative, fully aware of creation, fall, redemption, restoration, clearly aware of where am I seeing God in the text? But you're just reading. You're just reading it, and and maybe you have a journal with you yeah. um, on the side for you to have to sort of like flush out your thoughts afterwards. But that's devotion. Yeah. Um, then you have meditation, mm-hmm. and meditation time is really um, it sort of overlaps a little. It can overlap with devotion, but meditation mm-hmm. time for me personally is. Like there is a passage of scripture that God has placed in my, in my mind and in my heart for the week that has um, been internalized and I'm meditating on it literally like day and night. Leah and I were talking about this um, just today, like this past, um, this past month. I mean, my husband was preparing to take the bar exam and um, it was just, it's been real. It's been a real full month and not just for me, I think for Leah too. Mm-hmm. And one of the passages that the Lord really, um, pressed on my heart because I was just feeling so burdened, boggled down, like Lord, everything that is on my plate has been assigned to me yeah. <laughs> and it is in accordance with your will. So it's not like I'm reaching for stuff. Right. So I'm, I'm Lord, help me to flush this out. And he took me to second Corinthians four, eight through 10. That says we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body, the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Um, and so I, I really was meditating on those verses mm-hmm. over the entire month. And so, um, I, I can't say that I have it memorized word for word, but there were so many times where I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yes, I'm I'm pressed, but I am not distressed. Right. I'm in distress, but I am not utterly cast down. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. carrying around death and life, death and life. Mm-hmm. You know, but meditating on that. So you have devotion, you have um, uh, meditation, and then the last one is systematic study of God's word, and that's what Leah and I were talking about just a just a few moments ago at the beginning of the podcast, which is us taking a specific book of the Bible that we systematically go through and we study with a notebook 
with pen, with paper, and we go verse by verse, yeah. line by line, word by word. And then from there, we we will use other resources after we've done the legwork. We don't even get into application. Right. We, I mean, and to be honest with you guys, if you really want to know how we do the podcast, yeah. for the most part, I mean, that's, that's how we create these yeah. podcasts. Yeah. We create the podcast just like our systematic study of the Bible time. And so um, there's a great book out here. Um, that I love to recommend is called Spiritual Spiritual Disciplines of the Christian um, Life by Donald S. Whitney. He goes through a lot of the spiritual disciplines, but he talks about the difference between the two of these and specifically the difference like devotion, systematic study of the yeah. Bible, and then meditation. Mm-hmm. And so there are three ways that you can do it. I would also say that like for a lot of people who are new believers, I think that they get stuck in the rhythms and the patterns of just having a devotional Devotion. time yeah. and they do not take the next step. Right. Because listen, y'all, God says that we're, we're in this game until we see him face mm-hmm. to face. So a devotional is good, but God, and, and, can I say this? I'm, yeah. I'm sort of getting ahead of myself, um, but when we, if we're locked into devotional, the thing about devotionals, they're not bad. They are not altogether bad. They're not, they're profitable. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what happens is you're getting a fragment. You're getting an appetizer from, from a person who ate it first. And God is saying, the the table is set and I've got a buffet for you and you can have come on you can have all you can eat and come eat the bread come eat the daily bread of life where you can be satisfied and you're not getting an appetizer you are you can actually get um some fried chicken (laughs) some collard greens some sweet potatoes for yourself (laughs) for yourself and it's the bread of life. It's sitting yes. right here, right in front of you. And I want to add to that too, that that whole transition between um, devotional and, 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 and in-depth study needs to be, oftentimes is done like in the context of people teaching you, modeling right. and showing it. Right. I mean, I'm in relationships now with new believers who are ready to, who are hungry for that Absolutely. Shift. And it's only happening in the context of yeah. community. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've, I've discipled people for a, a, a while yeah. and I think that devotions are good. Mm-hmm. But for me, because I live with this space of like, I may not be here tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so if there's anything that I'm going to give you the tool belt, <laughs> the whole thing, I'm going to give you the whole Thing. I'm on. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on. Give you not just creation for redemption. I'm on. Uh, you yeah. gonna, we gonna go verse uh-huh. because. I need you, God wants you to be able to yeah. feast with him at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the devotional time is good. And so the reason why I'm saying that right. too is that it is a process. Yeah. And I'm not teaching them this this advanced level. I'm going through the most basic ways yeah. of how to have a Bible study time. And right. so, um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because we have a resource that we that. have created yeah for um for anyone it just doesn't it's just not women but anybody can use it and it's called know your bible Mm -hmm. and so the purpose of knowing your bible is to literally be equipped on your own to study on your own and it is written as a three level 
um, resource. So if you are a new believer or new in the faith, you can actually start there. And it's, uh, it's the most basic level, but it still is the approach of systematically studying God's word and grabbing and understanding God's character yeah. pointing to that. Yeah. And then we have the ad advanced level, which is a little bit further in that takes you in a little bit more in detail. And then of course the intermediate level, which is for someone who is going to be intentional towards, you know, if you have a teaching gift, if you just want to go deeper in the word yourself, or if you actually want to begin to disciple women. So, you know, check that out. It's a free resource. It's on our website at theurbanchristianwoman.com. Look under resources and it's called Know Your Bible and you can click on it free download. It's free It's free for you. Yeah. Okay. All you got to do is print it out. All right. So, um, yeah, I think that that's the key is yeah. like knowing the difference between the two mm -hmm. and they're all profitable, Leah. Mm -hmm. I mean, for, we talked about this, right. talking about like what the rhythms of what our the rhythm, morning, yeah. the rhythms of the morning, the rhythms in, in different spaces of the day. I know I definitely want to double back and speak to just the value of devotional. Right. Um, because when I walk through a season of just real intense struggle, mm-hmm just deep anguish through uh through some relationships and a job right. position that I was in right like there were places and spaces where I was just like I need something to hold on yeah. to yeah and so in those spaces I was just reading God's word for like something like something to cling to yes something yes. to continue to point me to him come on and so it wasn't in-depth systematic study but it was something for my heart to anchor onto come on to carry me through so that I wouldn't spiral into the depths of despair come on now and that's real and there's space for that. 100% real. And just as Toshiba talked about the, the season for her of um, meditation on this passage, there's a value for that as well. We were talking earlier just about like the difference um, when you're studying versus when you're just camped out and meditating on a passage and yeah. rehearsing it in your heart yeah. over and over again to remind yourself. Yeah. It's like you're marinating yeah. in the word. Yeah. And the and the the thing about marinating. Come on, I girl. Love to cook. Come on, marination. So let me talk about me marinating. I'm snapping. I'm snapping. Come on, marination. The thing about marinating is you're not changing the spices. Come on. You're not changing the recipe. Come it's on. already been set, but it's setting so that the flavors are deepened, Whew. the flavors are richer than they were if you had just brushed it on top as a glaze at the oh end. Oh my goodness! Come on now. And then the and then the complexity and the the impact of those flavors is so much deeper and richer mm. than if it was just on the surface. Mm. And so we're talking about that marinating as meditation on God's word mm. when we're in just one passage or maybe even one verse. I mean, I was in a verse a couple. Um, weeks ago, or maybe a month or so ago, um, in John, I will not mm. leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Yes. And that in and of itself was a meditation for me, so that in my heart of hearts, the depth of understanding that come God on. has not left me and that I am yeah. his child yeah. was much deeper yeah. than anything in just reading or even in systematic study. Yeah. And so there's a value for the meditation. There's a value for absolutely. the devotion. There's a value for the systemic, systematic study. Absolutely. As we, as you and I both continue, we were talking about this mm -hmm. too, as you and I continue to both like learn more about our history yeah. as African-American people, we, we went back to recalling and remembering from a historical pers yes. perspective that access to God's word was not always, was not always legal free. to slaves. Like it was, 
illegal for slaves to actually read, get caught reading and you going to get whipped. And so they cling to God's word, but it was through, a lot of it was through meditation, the meditations. Um, And so um, I think that all of these are totally, totally profitable. And if we don't value all three, we can easily fall into these traps of, of guilt and shame or right. we can fall into traps right. of um of of almost like being lazy mm-hmm. and slothful towards the stewardship and being spoon-fed God's word yeah. through devotional. And yeah. so I think that that is We don't want the pendulum to swing one way or the other. We want to right. find balance. And um yeah, I think it's true. I mean, you could you could fall into that trap of oh, I haven't studied, I haven't gone in depth, I haven't done this. And that, and that might not be the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. What your heart needs is a intimate relationship with God. That's right. And so he's going to meet you in those places through these different venues um, of study. Yeah, yeah. So our exhortation as we wrap up is just to, you want to know God. Mm -hmm. Like you want to know how to love God? then you got to know him. Like it's a relationship and you have to cultivate relationship um, with him and it's through his word. And so we just want to encourage you ladies, if you don't um, have a way that you study the Bible, we strongly encourage you um, to um, check out the Know Your Bible resource. It's great to have a devotional. It's great to have the meditation time. Um, but let's let's grow as women. Let's be students of the word. Let's study God's word. And let's do it together. Yes. Grab the resource. Grab some sisters. Get together. Learn to study God's word together. It will bless you. Yes, yes. So Leah, close us out and pray for us over um, all this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Father, you are so gracious and kind to reveal yourself through your word, Lord God. You didn't have to. Um, You are self-sustaining in and of yourself, but you have given us a way to know you, um, Mm -hmm. to walk with you, to understand your beautiful story of how you've drawn us to yourself and in the story of how you will redeem the whole world for your glory. And we're so grateful for that, God. Mm -hmm. Help us to grow in this love and hunger for your word that it isn't a rote chore, that it isn't a a burden, God, but that it is a a feast that we are invited to, that it's a delight, that it is um, tantalizing to our minds and our hearts and our taste buds to be with you, God. Mm -hmm. Help us to grow in in obedience when you call us to to, um, systematically study your word. Mm -hmm. Call us to um, endurance when you want us to meditate on your word. Mm -hmm. Call us to comfort when you just delight in us devoting ourselves to you, God. That's right. And so we thank you, Lord, for these ways to study your word. We thank you for the resources you've given us. We thank you that we live in a place where your written word is available to us freely, yes, abundantly, and let us never take that for granted, God. Hallelujah. And we pray for places where that's not the case, God. Yes, Lord. Would you sustain your people yes, in those Lord. places? Would you sustain your, yes, your church by the revelation of yes, your word Lord. through individuals and yes, through Lord. dreams and through the Holy Spirit, God? Yes, Lord. We pray your protection over the church and over your word. Yes, we thank you for it. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Have a blessed day, ladies.